0: Welcome along, I'm Alan Williams and this is the Alan Williams Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 107th instalment of the Alan Williams Podcast. It's dark, it is dreary, we're into autumn, winter seems to be on the way. But not to worry, we've still got about three months till Christmas and I am focusing on making that the best three months of the year. And I would recommend that you guys do the same. Think about what you'd like to achieve at Christmas. Think about where you would like to be at Christmas. Think about restrictions will be lifted. You will be meeting up with family and friends again. How are you going to be feeling in that moment? Are you going to be at your best? Are you going to be showing up feeling enthusiastic and positive and really confident and feeling like you are the best version of you? If that is what you're doing, that starts now. So the work we do today and over the next three months will determine how we show up at Christmas. So just to bring us some awareness of that, nobody wants to hear the C word yet, but I've been thinking about it a lot. So I just thought I would share my thoughts on that with you guys. And if you need any help, if it's getting in shape, please do get in touch with me and I'll help you if I possibly can at all. I'm feeling good this week, I'm feeling refreshed, I'm feeling recharged, took a bit of time at the weekend to myself just to switch off and do nothing and unwind from work. You need some days where you just get away from work and you don't think about it at all and you can completely just like flick a switch and say work is not on the agenda today, not going to look at social media, not going to reply to any messages, not going to look at emails, literally not going to do anything. Sometimes you need those days. I took one of those days on Sunday. I went and visited our neighbouring county. Have we any Mayo listeners? I think we have some Mayo listeners. I went and visited Downpatrick Head, which is about an hour and a half from Sligo. It's a bit of a trip, but it's a nice wee spot. First time I was ever there, it's pretty cool. So I was impressed with that, took a day off, just got some scenery in, done a bit of strolling around and yeah, recharged the batteries. Speaking of Mayo, another one of my favourite spots in Mayo, actually, I think we might have a few listeners from there as well. Ackle. If anybody has never visited Achill, get Ackle on a good day, it is incredible. Came Bay is absolutely amazing. I think Came Bay is probably the most impressive place in Ireland. The most impressive that I've seen. On a sunny day, Came Bay on Ackle Island, it looks like you're in Greece or somewhere like that. So, there's a couple of little touristy tips for you before we get into today's podcast. Mayo, I'm seeing the joy of Mayo recently. I love Sligo, by the way. I promote my own county as well. I love Sligo. We have some wonderful spots. It's incredible. It's just nice sometimes to get out and see other counties as well. So, anyway. I'm rambling. Let's get into today's podcast. You've heard me speak many, many times about the importance of the people we surround ourselves with and the impact of the people around us. And I decided that that topic means so much to me that I'm going to do a full podcast on it. Again, probably going to be a short enough episode, but just some key takeaways, some key points and some things that I hope will be relevant for a lot of you listening. We surround ourselves with people who will either raise us up or pull us down. That's the reality of it. We need to be aware of the energy that we surround ourselves with. A lot of people have no awareness around that at all. They just surround themselves with everybody and anybody. Give their time to everybody. Don't think about how it's actually impacting them. Does it drain your energy or does it make you feel good? That's something to bring some awareness to. Think about how you feel after a conversation with somebody that you really like or somebody that brings value to your day or somebody that you think love having a conversation with that person, always learn something or always feel like there's a positive vibe or I walk away feeling better. Who are those people? Because they're the ones you want to get more of in your life. They're the ones you want to surround yourself with. There are other people on the flip side of that, that drain all of our energy. And you could be feeling you wake up one day and you're absolutely on fire. You feel amazing. Life is great. Everything is perfect in the world. And you meet this one person and 10 minutes later, you're walking away thinking everything is wrong in the world everything is terrible, the world's shit, we're all goosed, it's all coming to an end, everything's terrible. Think about those people and now think about how maybe you could spend less time with those people. That might sound a little bit harsh but that's what has to happen because you've got to protect your own energy, you've only got so much of it. Energy is finite, you cannot keep giving it away, it will run out. So don't keep giving it to people who are just going to draw and draw and draw. Give it to people who are going to give back to you and who actually raise your energy bar up if you think of it like your phone and the phone being charged there are some people that are going to keep bringing that battery level down and down and down and down there are others it's almost like plugging in the phone it's like plugging into that charger they zap you up again you feel great after you speak to them so you want to get as many of those people in your life as possible and the quality of your life will greatly improve I've seen this a lot in teams over the years. You'll see it in all sorts of teams. You'll see it in sports teams. You will see it in work teams. You will see it in your family life even. The impact of the people around you. It can be absolutely massive. I've seen work dynamics and I've been in work dynamics where one person can ruin it for the whole team. That's all it takes. There could be that one person that people are just a little bit weary around it's almost like walking on eggshells you don't know what they're going to react to you don't know what they're going to say you don't know what sort of mood they're in on a given day or you just know that when you speak to them they're just going to drag you down so those people can actually ruin the dynamic they can completely change what the company is trying to achieve and a lot of the time it's actually just let go too long and it's let go too far and people put up with it and a lot of the time people put up with it because they don't like confrontation And they don't like to be the one to have to say anything. I've been that person myself. In the past I definitely was nowhere near as confident as I am now. A lot of stuff today that I would never ever put up with that I did in the past when I was a lot more introverted, I was a lot more in my shell, and I didn't have the confidence in myself to speak up. These days I would never put up with some of the stuff that I have done in the past. But be aware that you control your own environment. You can always control the working environment, for example. That'll come down to management sometimes to step in as well. But Maybe you can have a word if you need be. But there are environments that you can control. And the environments you can control are the people you surround yourself with in your social circle. You get to choose those people. That doesn't mean that... You see, people kind of think, I've grown up with this bunch of people. And I've been by their side since we were four years old in national school. So I can't drop them. Well, if they're not bringing anything of value to your life. If they're not bringing any benefit to your life. If there's somebody who take, 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 but never give. Why do you have to stay loyal to them? Just because you've known them forever doesn't mean you actually owe them anything. And I think that's something that people struggle with. There's this misplaced sense of loyalty at times because you've known somebody for so long. And even though you know they don't actually bring any benefit to your life, you feel like you still have to have them there. When you upgrade your social circle and upgrade the people you hang around with, your life is upgraded. That is without question. When you hang around with successful people, when you hang around the people who want the best for you, when you hang around with positive, energetic, enthusiastic people, everything gets better. Absolutely everything. Now, I'm not saying you have to be rude or you have to be ignorant to the people that drain your energy. You don't. But you can certainly manage your time around them. Sometimes it's enough just to say hello, have a quick word and move on. You don't need to have daily 15-20 minute interactions with these people. And the hardest bit for people is that it's often those around you those closest to you as in your family those can be the people so sometimes it's people that you can't necessarily cut off so I speak about cutting off the people in your life that are extremely negative or that are dragging you down it's not always possible what you got to do in that situation is figure out how could I limit my time maybe with those people not that you have to cut them off not that you have to be rude to them but maybe you just don't need to spend as much time with them Maybe it would be enough to pop in and say hello once a week rather than 10 times a week or phone in every single day or whatever it is. So think about how you could maintain harmony without having to overly exert your energy, without having to give all of your energy away. Because we've all got those people. We've all got people close to us that will always be in our lives forever. And maybe they're so set in their ways that your positivity doesn't rub off on them. That's okay. That's absolutely fine. Everybody's individual. Everybody's got their own way of dealing with life. And everybody's got their own mindset on things. If it's dragging you down, and if it is something that is impacting you or impacting your mood or impacting your energy levels, that's probably the point at which I say, Is it good for me to spend X amount of hours a week with this person? Maybe I could actually just minimize that. So you've got to make decisions for yourself as well. It's not a selfish thing to do. You've only got one life. You gotta protect your own energy and you gotta protect your own quality of life. So get people around you who are behind you, get people around you who want you to do well get people around you who make life better, get people around you who want what you want and want well for you, who'll support you in your goals, who'll support you in what you do, you get to choose those people, in your family you don't get to choose but outside of that you get to choose, the people you surround yourself with on a daily basis it's entirely in your hands, choose those people wisely, your social circle, massive 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 impact on your life, those small group, that five to six, seven people, who are they? Make sure you're getting a good inner circle. That little handful of people, they're the ones I'm speaking about. They're the ones that we need to make sure, really, really good people, because they're the ones that you give most of your, you you give a lot of weight to their opinion. You give a lot of your energy too. You get a lot of energy back from them, whether it's positive or negative that they're feeding you. So make sure that inner circle, that small click, Most of us have a little group of people who are kind of our people. It'll probably be about five people. They're the ones that we need to make sure that we're choosing them wisely. Everybody's then got a bigger extended circle. That's okay. Maybe there are a lot of negative people in that, a lot of toxic people in that. It's just a case of minimizing time with them. But get the inner circle right. Make sure the inner circle is tight and they're a good group of people. If you really want to achieve something in life, if you've got a big goal, if you've got a big vision, then it becomes absolutely critical. It's non-optional at that point. You have to get the right people around you. Growing a business is one of those things. If you want to build a great business, you won't do it with people who are telling you you're not capable of it. You won't do it with people who have a problem for every solution. You won't do it with people who are just constantly reading the news and telling you all the terrible things that's going on in the world. You will do it if you get people around you who have great vision, people who can see the vision that you're seeing people who want to get behind you in that will support you and will come up with ideas and will be positive and will encourage you and will try to find solutions they're the people you need around you they're the people that will massively accelerate your progress i think people vastly underestimate the impact of those around them vastly because i think most people are not even actually aware of it they don't know any of this stuff because they've never thought about it but it has a huge 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 impact One of the places I see it most is within our Facebook community. So with the Elevate courses, we've got this incredible group of people who are all striving to better themselves, who are achieving weight loss goals, who are achieving fitness goals, training goals, all sorts of incredible things happening. And that typically filters over into all areas of their life as well. So fitness is the vehicle, but actually it's their whole life that changes. And what we do is we bring all of these people together in a private community And suddenly you've got a group of people who are on the same wavelength and who really want each other to do well, who are supporting each other. And it's like that saying, what is it? A a rising tide raises all all boats. Is that what they say? That's the philosophy we work off. So we get everybody in, all helping each other out, and then everybody starts to move forward. From my perspective, I'm very careful about who I bring into that community. So nobody gets in willy-nilly. You'll never ever see an option for somebody on my website just to sign up straight off and enter themselves into the Facebook group. Never. Because I want to work with people that I feel are a good fit for the group and I feel are a good fit for me and that can bring something to the group and that will actually benefit all of us. I'm not going to bring somebody in who I think is going to bring the dynamic of the group down. So, like I mentioned previously about in a company where you have one person and people are walking on eggshells around them and they're afraid that they're going to explode at any moment. That person is not going to get into our Facebook community because I don't want them there because they're going to ruin the whole dynamic and ruin the experience for everybody. What I want is people who are setting out to achieve something extraordinary and that doesn't mean they have a perfect mindset by the way because most don't when they join up we work on that as we go but it means that they just genuinely are good people and want to do well and want good for other people. They might not have everything figured out they probably won't. In terms of their fitness, their nutrition, their training, and even their mindset, they definitely won't have it all figured out. But they're coming from a good place. That's the important thing. And they're not coming in just being really, really negative and looking for problems all along the way. They're coming in because they're looking for solutions. So that's a good example, I think, of how you can actually create a dynamic where you've got this amazing group that actually really, really benefits everybody. When you bring everybody together, The cumulative effect is enormous. What people can do together is enormous. What's that saying? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. But when you do that, make sure you're bringing the right people along with you. Do not bring those energy drains with you because they ain't going to help you. And unfortunately, I think sometimes people fall into the trap of thinking they can change that person. You can't. You pretty much have to just accept them as you are because it's not your job to change anybody. It's a question I get asked a lot, actually, in workshops and seminars. People have asked me, my husband needs to lose weight or my wife needs to lose weight or whoever it is. What can I do to make them do it? You can't do anything because it's not your job to make them do it. It's theirs. If they cannot see it themselves and if they're not willing to do the work, you can just bleed on at them till the cows come home. But in reality, it's going to create more disconnection because to them, it just sounds like nagging. That's all it is. They're not interested. So, yeah, you can't want it for somebody and you can't try to change somebody, the only person who can do that is yourself. The only person who can change you is you. So please keep that in mind. So from my perspective then as a coach, I suppose there's a few things that I try to implement with the clients I work with and this is not even just with clients, this is pretty much in everyday life and everybody I come into contact with. Some of my values will be showing empathy, awareness, kindness, compassion. I think all of those things are important, especially if you want to be a good coach. You have to have those things. And that doesn't mean that it's a softly, softly approach all the time where I'm hand-holding people. I'm not. I'm certainly giving them loads of encouragement and I'm being as kind and compassionate as I can. But sometimes kindness shows up in different ways. And sometimes I have to be kind by saying what needs to be said, which is the difficult part of my job. But if I don't do that, then I'm not actually doing my job. So I'm being kind by sometimes having to just give it to people and let them hear it. And I I will always phrase it in a way, obviously, that it comes across that it's not being really nasty or really mean or anything like that. But there's kindness in it because you're helping people to change their lives in the long run. So even though at a particular moment in time, it may not be what they want to hear. Further down the road, they're probably going to look back and they go, that conversation was a turning point. It was hard at the time, but I needed to hear it. So that's kindness that's maybe just hidden or disguised in a way, but it's still kindness in itself. Because the ultimate outcome and the ultimate goal for me is coming from a place of care. And it's coming from a place of compassion in that I want to see them get out of the hole that they're in. And I want to see them be happy. So sometimes you just have to be forward and you kind of have to say things that I don't particularly want to say at times. But sometimes it just has to be said. And there's another distinction I would like to make here as well. It's about doing it the right way. Because there's a right way and a wrong way to say these things. And I think sometimes people use the kind of this thing of, Asher, I'm just saying what I'm thinking. Just, I'm just saying what I'm thinking. Like, that's okay, or I just say what I think, or that's, you know, it's it's kind of just brushed off as if it's okay to say whatever I want because that's what's on my mind. Well, I don't agree with that. Because, okay, freedom of speech and so on and so forth. But human compassion is important as well. So, I think people use that as an excuse. Oh, you know, just say what I'm thinking, type of thing, you know, should sure I only say what I'm thinking, freedom of speech. I think people use that as an excuse, and they use it as an excuse for being rude. And I don't think that serves any place, serves any purpose, or has any place. I think sometimes people need to hear what you need to say sometimes, but say it in the right way. Attack the problem, not the person. That's an important distinction attack the problem not the person so we're chatting a little bit more in depth around psychology here and a little bit of mindset stuff but if we're speaking about communication and improving communication with people improving relationships with people this is important stuff it's important stuff because are you actually now that you've heard it are you somebody or do you know somebody who kind of uses that justification of saying what they think and you know that's okay because freedom of speech To me it's a lot of the time it's used as an excuse for being rude and I don't think any of us want to be that person. So yeah look sometimes you do have to say uncomfortable things and sometimes you do have to say what needs to be said but there is very much a right way and a wrong way of doing that. So think before you speak. Think about if you were the person being spoken to how would you like this delivered? Would I like an attack on me or would I like it structured in such a way that I can see it's from a place of compassion and a place of care and because it's this person who wants the best for me, rather than a just saying what I'm thinking type of job. I hope that's making some sense. I've gone off a little bit on a a tangent there. I'm off my soapbox now. I'm done with that one. Moving off the soapbox. So, in relation to business, this has been one thing I've kind of thought about a lot over the years, and especially since I worked in environments where would have been dealing with the public, would have been, again I worked in gyms, I worked a lot of different weight jobs then when I was younger too and I've heard this phrase over and over and over that I'm not sure I actually agree with which is firstly the customer is always right but the other thing is that will they say the customer is the most important person in the business. I'd slightly disagree with that to an extent because I believe the employee is actually the most important person in the business and I can see this more and more and more Now that I'm actually a leader myself in business. And I've got my own business. I don't actually have employees under me at the minute. I have in the past. But what I do now is I would subcontract a lot of stuff. So actually they're not employees of mine. But they're still doing work for me. What I have really really come to understand. Is when you treat the employees well. They will automatically take care of the customers for you. So the service that the customer gets will largely come down to how happy or how contented the employee is in the business. Because if you keep that employee happy and they love their job and they feel appreciated and they feel like people actually care about me here and I'm not just a number, they're happy. And when they're happy, that exudes over to the customer. So going back to what we said earlier about having the right energy around you. That energy is what they give off, whether it's positive or negative energy. So if they're happy in themselves, they're happy in the company, they're happy in their business, they're happy in their life, they're gonna be happy when they're speaking to customers. They're gonna go over and above for the customer. So by actually looking after your staff, looking after your employees, you automatically look after your customers. But if you only focus on the customer and your staff are miserable behind the scenes, believe me, the quality of suffering, the quality of service will suffer. So that's just a key point, I think, for any business people we have listening. Look after your employees first and foremost. They are the most important people in any business, in my opinion. As a business leader, another thing that I have to ask myself a lot, and this is not even just for somebody who runs a business, this is for pretty much everybody, a great question to ask yourself, and it's around self-awareness. What is it like to be around me? What is it like to be around me? A lot of people are shying away from that question as I speak. And they're shying away from it, because it's uncomfortable because when you stop to think about it, maybe there's some home truths there that are not nice to hear. Not nice to hear yourself say to yourself. What is it like to be around me? I think self-awareness is so important, so undervalued and I think it's one of the greatest things that anybody can have is self-awareness. So what is it like to be around me? Because I have seen examples in workplaces again where people from the top, like they might even get me in to speak to staff, And before you've even got in front of the staff, you've met some of the managerial team or you've met the owner, it could even be, and you're kind of going, this is the problem. I found the problem right here. Because it's just lack of self-awareness. They don't realise the messages that they're giving off to the people that are under them. Lack of awareness. So what is it like to be around me? It's a great question to ask. Another kind of thing I see on social media a lot that I don't agree with is... I don't give a shit what people think and it's kind of this hard man type of thing oh I'm so macho I don't care what people think blah 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 I think it's a daft attitude because your behavior is your message to the world and that is what you're going to get back and that is what's going to massively impact the quality of your life so that comes back to self-awareness how are you showing up how are you treating other people If you're going back into the world and you're going, I don't give a shit what people think and I don't give a shit what people say about me and so on and so forth. And you're using that as a justification to be lazy, to be arrogant, to be rude. Well, don't be surprised when people treat you the same way. You have absolutely not got a leg to stand on if you choose to take on that attitude. And that's self-awareness. A lot of people don't have that self-awareness. So going back to the what is it like to be around me question, a lot of people have no concept of that. I don't care what people think maybe you should maybe your life would improve if you gave some thought to that now I'm not saying I'm not saying go out and make every decision based on other people's opinions that's a totally different thing but how do you treat people how do you show up in the world that's important and that's self-awareness what is it like to be around me even if you go a layer deeper on that You can almost be reflective and you can look for where could I improve myself in certain areas. This is something I've done with the podcast. I listen back to every episode since we recorded the very first one. I've listened to every single episode back. The reason I listen back to the episodes, obviously, is to see if it's a good conversation, but it's very much to see where I can improve as well. So I'm reflecting on what I did well and what I didn't do well and where I need to improve one of the things I discovered about myself by listening back was something that I was uncomfortable with and that I disliked when I first heard it but I noticed it big time I was interrupting people too much and that came as a bit of a shock to me because I had no awareness around that whatsoever until I listened back to the podcast and I was listening back to some of the first few interviews and never whatever and I was kind of going Jesus I'm jumping in an awful lot there and then I started asking the question do I do that in real life as well I thought yeah I probably do so it brought huge awareness for me. Huge awareness. If you listen to any of the more recent interview episodes, you'll see now that I'll sit back and let people speak. And I'm taking a totally different approach. Because I've begun to understand now that it's, you know, if I have a guest on, it's not about me. It's about them. And I want them to be able to speak. and I want them to be able to give their opinions. And when the time is right, I'll certainly chip in with an opinion as well and we'll have a great conversation. But now I'm not interrupting anybody. I'm letting them finish their sentences. And I'm letting them speak and ultimately what I'm looking to do now is listen to people and I'm not listening thinking of what I'm going to say next I'm listening to understand and that's a skill that I think a lot of us need to master as well in everyday life not listening just thinking about what I'm going to say next listening to understand and that is a skill and it's not an easy skill but it's one that's definitely worth developing so really really listen to what somebody is saying listen to what's going on for them You will learn so much more than half listening and thinking about how you're going to chime in. It's not even about giving them a solution or giving them a response. I've discovered this with clients as well. And even people that are looking to sign up with me. We have amazing conversations. Before they've even signed up, we have amazing conversations. And the reason being, every client that I speak to, or potential client that I speak to, we have a chat about what's going on for them. And that chat can get very deep at times. Even yesterday, somebody was crying on the phone during that chat because it got quite emotional. But that that phone call is going to be the catalyst to change for the rest of her life. So yeah, it's a difficult conversation. Yeah, it got emotional. But it got emotional because I was very much listening to understand, not to give solutions. So I was letting that letting that lady speak, letting her just get it all out. And she ended up in tears at one point. That was okay. That was a breakthrough. Sometimes there has to be a breakdown before a breakthrough. But the reason we had that quality of conversation and the reason it got emotional is because it wasn't me saying, here you need this, this and this. Here you're eating too much rice. Here you're eating too much sugar. It wasn't that. It was having a conversation of just trying to understand what's going on for her. Really just letting her speak, listening carefully to her, getting an understanding of what's going on in her head. What are her struggles? What is she finding really difficult at the moment? And it's not about me banging out solutions. It's just listening. Listening to understand. Really powerful communication too. Okay. I think I'm almost done. Yeah. I think I am almost done. 26 minutes in. I just wanted to cover that today. It's I suppose it's a mix of. The importance of the people around us. And probably awareness and probably communication I suppose that's probably what I'm boiling today's episode down to some random stuff in it but just some stuff that was going on in my head so I jotted a couple of notes down beforehand and said I would just speak on that and I hope it has landed a little bit different maybe to some of the stuff we usually do but um yeah look I hope there's something useful in it and I think that's me done and dusted for this week I will catch you on the other side and remember if you want to get in amazing shape for Christmas We are pretty close to capacity at the moment. I won't lie, but I might squeeze one or two more of you in if you want to get in touch. I'll do my best for you. Uh, Yeah, that's it. All the best. Speak to you soon.